The problems in your mouth wreak havoc on your body. Hello, friends. Welcome into Grin with Gin, where you will be given simple tools and resources to amplify your oral health so you can be a healthier, peaceful, and more smiley you. I'm Virginia Lee, dental hygienist, personal trainer, and mom of five. Together, we will improve your total health. So come along. Let's create health and peace together. Like Mother Teresa said, peace begins with a smile. Hello and welcome in to episode three of Grid with Jen. Okay, let's start off with a joke first. What do a tick and the Eiffel Tower have in common? They are both parasites. (laughs) Well, that's funny. Anyway, how are you friends? Can I share a little story with you? Quick little story before we start. When I was a teenager, I was brushing five times a day. And this was my way of avoiding flossing because I didn't like to do it. I didn't want to do it. I didn't see the point in it. And so I just brushed more often. I thought if I brush more often, then I don't have to floss, right? So then I go into the dentist and he comes in to do the exam and he says, Virginia, what are you doing? in there. <laughs> oh, so I just am brushing a lot. <laughs> How many times a day are you brushing? Oh, you know, you know, around five. And he thought that was preposterous. And so he didn't ask why he just said, you can't do that. That's not good. And it, on top of using a medium bristle toothbrush, that's not good for your teeth. I can see where on your teeth and on your gums, you're getting recession, which over time recession can make you have sensitive teeth. Um, and when you have recession, it compromises the gum tissue attachment, which is what holds your teeth in. So then I see this problem. (laughs) Oh my gosh, me solving a problem, a problem of not flossing is creating another problem, right? So just do what you're supposed to do and floss. Right. And, um, I wasn't really educated on the fact that flossing is getting rid of bacteria that is causing the bad breath that the toothbrush can't get to, right? And I was trying to force my toothbrush in there because I was going to be right. (laughs) Story of my life, right? If you know me. Anyway, so flossing has a purpose. And today we're doing the floss challenge and how to be better, even if you don't have stinky floss. We're going to overcome the four objections about not liking flossing, which is, I don't like floss. I don't like to floss. Uh, It doesn't feel good. It hurts and it takes too much time. I don't want to, or I don't like it. One, one or two of, of the objections. Is there a negative connotation that you have put on flossing? What is that? Let's break that down. Why don't you like flossing? Is it because you tell yourself it's this terrible thing? You tell yourself it takes a lot of time. What, what is it? So answer out loud. I don't like it because I don't have time for it. I don't like it because it hurts. I what's, why don't you, why don't you like it? I don't see a purpose in it. Okay. So if you, if you can know what that is, then we can dissect why that probably isn't really true and how to redirect your thinking and change your perspective on it so that you can understand that it's a really great thing that you're doing for yourself and make you more likely or more apt or encouraged to do so. You don't want to. Why don't you want to? 
I don't need to, I don't know the reason behind the great health benefits of doing this, right? And what a simple tool it is to be able to gain health. We'll unpack that in a minute. A big one is people are saying, well, I floss and I bleed. So that can't be, that can't be good, right? I'm causing myself damage. And that, that can be true. If you're not flossing properly, you can really cause some damage to your gum tissues. So let's, let's dive into this one a little bit more. So if you are bleeding when you're flossing, it can be because of two things. You either are flossing incorrectly or your gum tissues are unhealthy. So there's a little bit of a curve to get your tissues healthier so that (laughs) when I'm done, what we want to do is we want to floss. Can you say hi to Louie? Hi, Louie. So you want to floss because you are going to get the bacteria out of there so that it is not causing the damage. And it's not causing sinky breath and it's not breaking down the tissue. Okay. So when you have bacteria sitting between your, your teeth for prolonged periods of time, the bacteria are taking the microscopic food particles and they're digesting it. And then they're pooping out acid. Acid is going to create uh, the cavities in your teeth. Okay. So that's a really great reason because if you do that and you are less likely to have decay, right? So you're saving yourself time driving to the dentist, waiting in the dental waiting room, waiting in the chair, getting um, an injection and then having the procedure done. So that's a whole lot of time, right? And then driving back to home or work or wherever you're going. So it's a whole lot of time and money that you can save by flossing. Also, you don't have the degradation of your hard tissue, which is your tooth or your soft tissue, which is your gums. You just are healthier longer. Okay. When the bacteria is in your gums and it's not getting removed, you or your body's immune response comes to fight off that bacteria. Well, it's not, it's not leaving. It's not going anywhere. Not going anywhere well. (laughs) So... (laughs) And so your body is having a heightened reaction to this bacteria because it's constantly there causing problems. And so then your gum tissue start to inflame and puff up and inflame and puff up. And when it's inflaming and puffing up, guess what it's doing? It's creating like a larger area to collect more debris, food, and have more bacteria build up in that pocket. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's nasty. So you want to get that out. You want to remove that. And over time, if you're not removing it every 24 hours, then minerals from your saliva are calcifying it to the teeth. And then you really can't move it. Okay. You have to go see me or a hygienist and have that removed with a scaler. Okay. So it is just highly advantageous to get the crap out of there. Because that's what it does. Create a crappy environment that's so unhealthy and it's not what you want. Okay. So when you begin removing the bacteria, then what you're going to do is decrease that inflammatory response and it's going to contribute to health. It's going to decrease your gingivitis and it's going to decrease the amount of bleeding that you have when you floss. Okay. But you have to start somewhere, right? So you're going to bleed, but you're bleeding because your gum tissues aren't healthy. Not because you're not because it's associated with flossing. Um, And over time, you'll see that the flossing will decrease the amount of bleeding that you're having. Okay. And 
one other objection is that it hurts. Okay. And so mm. it hurts because your gum tissues are inflamed. Shh, shh, you know. And your gum tissues will start to be less inflamed and it will hurt less the more frequently that you do it. I don't need to floss because I don't have stinky floss. Um, so I'm good. I don't have to do it. <laughs> you still are getting the bacteria in there, right? What we just talked about. You're still having food particles in there. You still are going to contribute to the inflammatory response. Even if you are flossing two times a week, three times a week, we'll take it. But here are other things. There are different tools to assist you into making flossing easier. There are the, the regular fingers, right? Mm -hmm. To floss. You can do that. And if you don't know how to floss, or if you don't like putting your fingers in your mouth, there are little pre-floss flossers, right? People know about these. You use those, right? You're not getting your big old clunky fingers way back in your mouth and gagging. There's a water pit. Suck it in your thumb. <laughs> Good morning, Tutino. There are mouth rinses that you can use, right? So all of these things are helpful. They don't take the place of floss, but they're help, helpful in removing more bacteria. So there's less likely to go in between the gum tissues and the teeth. Uh, an electric toothbrush is a huge tool to use. And in the program Highway to Health, we are going to go over natural tools that will help numb your gum tissues so that when you are flossing, it isn't hurtful. We will go over um, how to floss properly and a Sonicare toothbrush is included in the package you get with that program. So you, you probably want to get on the wait list for that. Okay. Here are some things to note when you're flossing, there's a better time to do it than others. Okay. I'm not going to complain if you're going to floss at any point in the day floss, but think about before you go to sleep. If you rid everything out of your mouth that you can physically and then go to bed and you're not having all of this, oh, it's like a war in there. So you're not having the war of bacteria on your gum tissues and your teeth while you sleep because you've taken it away. All right. So that is a huge advantage. If you can do that before you go to sleep to um, brush and floss and then have that environment, have this long period of time to heal Mom, while you're sleeping. Mommy's a dentist. I'm a hygienist. So <laughs> super cute guy. Okay. So let's wrap this up. We gave you reasons to floss. Okay. If it hurts, if you don't like it, you don't want to, you don't have time, you don't have stinky floss, you bleed. Those do not override the fact that that bacteria is in there 24 hours working and you need to do something to fight against it, to stay healthy. So there's not just one way to, to get the job done. You can use different implements. There are many of them that will help you get healthier. And if you habit stack, so say that you are really good about brushing your teeth and I am and <laughs> you add flossing in to that. And if you have it out on the counter and you see it, it's going to give you that mental cue and that visual cue of, oh, there it is. Yep. I need to do it. Or put a post-it note up. Just having everything all in one place is so helpful so that you can not have the excuse of, oh, the floss is in the bathroom and I'm in the kitchen. 
or I'm in the kid's room or I'm whatever the excuse can be in um, the office. or in the office. So she is right now. <laughs> kids, don't you just love them? <laughs> Tino, this is Tino. Can you hmm? wave? Give everybody a wave, Tino. Early riser. Hmm? <laughs> He's asking for candy, by the way, because it was Halloween. Candy. <laughs> he loves candy because <laughs> we try to moderate the candy, right? Uh, and you really got to floss after you have the candy because that sugar in there is bad for the bugs. I like sugar. Oh, do we want to go into pH? Let's go into pH real quick. So the pH in your mouth should be around seven, okay? And when it's around seven, it's neutral. One is acidic. Uh, 14 on the pH scale is basic. The more acidic you are in your oral environment, the more problems you're going to have. Okay. You're going to have greater breakdown of tissue, um, hard and soft tissues, and the higher chances you are going to have of having decay. So if you're going to have candy, eat the whole thing. Okay. Like don't eat a little bit and suck on it. And then take another bite in 10 minutes when that one piece is gone. It's like, get the candy eat and it. do the damage. Get and it done. Eat it. Okay. Because here's the other thing. When you eat the candy, your pH, let's say it's at seven, mm-hmm. it goes down to two, three, and it stays there for like 20 minutes before it starts coming back up. So if you're eating your candy and it drops down and here's the 20 minutes and you don't have anything else, then it goes back up. Well, if you have the candy and then you have a soda and then you have a another candy or a donut or something sweet, sugary drink or something of the sort, it's down in a low pH for a long, long period of time. So it's basically demineralizing your enamel on your teeth. And that is a huge contributor to decay. Decay also gives you stinky bad breath (laughs) and it hurts and it's not fun. Know that and be done with the drink fast. Be done with the candy fast. Be done with the donut, the cake, the whatever. Okay. And then when you're done, swish with water vigorously so that you can disrupt all of that that's going on in there and get it out. Okay. It's not like I'm going to ask you to floss while you're, after you have a cupcake. And then the water also will help to raise your pH without disrupting the the surface of the tooth. That's a little bit demineralized. Okay. So perfect little tip. Wish with water if you don't have floss. Okay. But when you get home floss before you go to sleep and all your problems are solved, make sure the floss is out on the counter. You see it, you do it. Listen, the more you do it, the less you're going to bleed, the less you're going to have complaints about it the less it's going to hurt, the less it's going to stink, the less it's going to bleed. So we're, we're, we're encroaching upon the three weeks. Now I'm trying to help you do the, the flossing for the three weeks, right? 21 days for you to, to create a habit and pat yourself on the back. If you've done one day of flossing extra than you usually do, that is progress. And that's what we want. Okay. So with that, I hope you guys have a wonderful day, a wonderful week. And until next time, God bless you. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to go check out Highway to Health. It's a new program I have that walks you incrementally through gaining overall health and well-being, which begins in your mouth. 
Did you know there is not one person in the world who has zero gum tissue inflammation? So come on, check it out. Gain better oral health and breath with me over at EssentiallyYou.com. That's E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-E-E-Y-O-U.com. Click the program tab. I'd love to have you join me in your highway to health. God bless you today and always. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review. 